Welcome to Shoujo, the podcast where me and my friend Joe go through shoujo anime, the genre of anime targeting young girls, which Joe has not seen, and hence the name Shoujo. Uh, I'm your host, Sarah, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, Joe. I don't think I've warranted anything to like have that kind of introduction, but thank you. Sure Hello. you do. It's me. I'm in the name. Anytime I talk about you to someone, I'm like, he's the most interesting person I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> That's really sad. I don't think I'm interesting. You had a freaking unicycle at one point. Oh my god. <laughs> don't, that doesn't make me cool. That makes me like, <laughs> I do I do cooler things now. Oh like, uh, book clubs. Like book clubs, that's right. <laughs> I read books now. I'm different. Yeah. Okay, so I'm hoping that by doing this podcast, it'll kind of reignite my anime watching because I'll watch something periodically, but I typically like to think that I'm either in a reading phase, an anime phase, or a gaming phase, and I've just been in the gaming phase for quite some time. I think that counts. Um, I think it's just like, what have you been doing? Okay. What have you been gaming? What have I been gaming? Uh, I've been playing through Monster Hunter World. Hopefully I can play Rise, which I own, just sucker someone into buying it so that I can be held accountable by playing co-op. And then, I don't know, Monster Hunter Wilds is like the next one coming out that hopefully will be good. And then I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn so that it's fresh on my mind for when Forbidden West is finally released on PC. And Love Island's coming to an end, so... And the challenge is coming to an end, so there's gonna be a huge void in my life where my reality TV was. (laughs) For anime. A huge void for anime. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Be able to watch everything that's come out in the last, I don't know, five years. No, that's not true. I just can't i cannot deal with all these crazy name animes it just turns me off i'm just reading the title alone uh oh. how high can you lift your dumbbells does not yeah okay to draw we might need me to explain in. that for people who don't who don't are not like you tell me why is this happening it all okay, started so with how to pick up girls in a dungeon i feel like that is not no. Okay, Sorry. that's the first one I can remember. That's, yeah. So, okay. So, the way the anime gets adapted, uh, or it, usually, like, okay, so, you know, it's like a TV show, so sometimes it's, like, original stuff that people come up with, but a lot of the times it's adapted from a source material, um, and a lot of these shows are adapted from light novels, which are just kind of, like... Short stories? Like paperback kind of novels. Yeah, they're, like, well, not short stories. They're, like, short... Like, you publish a... I don't know. They're probably, like, 200 pages or something, and, like, they do another one. Like, a serial kind of, like, novelization of a, of a story, right? And... Um, um, because they make so many of those or they have so many of those. Um, and I think a lot of them are also grabbed from like websites and stuff that people will just like write kind of like um, their own things. Um, people have given them really long titles to describe what the story is about because that's the only part that a reader will read. So like you can't just give it a title because no one's going to read the description. So they end up naming all of these stories, these incredibly long things um, that are like bizarre and weird, and then they can adapt it into an anime with the exact same title. Um, I hate them all it so much. Super bizarre. Oh god. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some that are like especially egregious. Uh, I guess the most. I feel like one of the more popular ones is what was it? I was reincarnated into a slime or something. I was reincarnated. Okay, here's one. I have a list of upcoming anime. <clears throat> Oh, dear God. Okay. As a reincarnated aristocrat, comma, I'll <laughs> use my appraisal skill to rise in the world. That's the entire title. Jesus Christ. It's just a sentence. <laughs> they just give a sentence. 
Oh, God. See, that's like, ill. Why? <laughs> I hate it. I was reincarnated as the seventh prince so I can take my time perfecting my magical ability. This is what I'm saying. Like, this can't also, be a title. Also, isekai, I, which is what? Where you, like, get re- either okay. brought into... Isekai is a genre. Yeah, a book <laughs> or reincarnated. and So, okay, isekai is a genre in which a character um, gets killed in the real world and then they get reincarnated into a... Well, they get transported sometimes into a, like, fantasy world. And it's usually because I, you, most of these are like basically just like male power fantasy stuff where it's like, oh, my life sucks, but I'm good at video games. What if I got teleported to a video game world? Wow. Now I'm super cool and everybody likes me. Um, and they this has become extremely popular, I guess. It's because of uh, Sword Art Online. Yeah, that. Like they, this existed for a while. Like I know that like Dot Hack did this and like some other stuff, but like Sword Art Online is the one that got super popular. Yeah. And everybody just kept doing this forever until the end of time. I guess it's the anime version of it because I read a lot of web comics online, and so a lot of it's like villainess is a whole subsection of isekai, where you are reading a book and then you get turned into the villain of the book, and you know you're gonna get killed by the end of it. So you try to change how your characters perceive so you don't get. Murdered murdered and that is so it's kind of hard to not find those if you're looking at web comics it's so dominant as a topic it feels unoriginal yeah. it's like a really popular this is like I, i'm gonna equate this to like um back in the olden days the cinema used to make a western every five minutes <laughs> and that is my equivalent <laughs> of this it's yeah. this except being reincarnated into a video game incredibly oversaturated um yeah yeah, I haven't watched any. I like like two of them. Not a one. None whatsoever. You don't like any of them? Okay. No. Well, I'm never going to try them because the names are so ridiculous. Well, how can you say they're bad? I think you have to watch every single one of them and then rate them out of 10. Well, th- that's not this podcast. Um, that's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the We're gonna Patreon. We're going to watch all this crap we hate. We're going to watch things we Make me watch the no shitty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. So I have a funny story. Yeah, tell us all about you, Joe. So I've been watching Armored Trooper Bottoms. I just finished that. I, I mentioned it on the pilot episode, but I guess that hasn't been released to everybody. So Can I ask what Bottoms is? Because I just straight go to Bottoms. It's like V-O-T-O-M-S. It stands for something? I don't know. Um, I think it stands... Like, the, the whole premise is like there's this big forever war against these like two like galactic space powers. Um, I think it's Balaron and Gilgamesh, maybe. And they... I've been in a war for like a thousand years or something. Um, and they fight with these mechs that are like just kind of like these big armored suits that you like get in the top of, like in the head of and stuff like that. And you follow a guy named Kiriko who is like on a mission that he like doesn't understand because he got transferred to this unit and they end up like attacking their own ship on the same side. And he's really confused about that. And he runs and he like meets this woman who's like a weird genetic experiment. And then a bunch of crazy stuff happens. It's 52 episodes, which is way too long, but each like arc is just a different set piece for like, here's Kiriko, a really cool soldier guy, and he's gonna kill a bajillion dudes, and we're gonna get a lot of like, war is hell, gritty stuff. And then the end is like insane. <laughs> when you, like the, the last 10 episodes, where it reveals what the actual A plot about is like totally out of left field, and is like completely bizarre, but is also pretty cool. For the older anime like that, do they have filler then? Or did filler... I wonder if they waited until a manga or the source material was finished running before they adapted. This, I think, was an original, so I don't think there's anything that's filler. 
so yeah that, that i don't think there's any filler in it it's just a long show that is like they keep doing more things and i'm like you didn't have to do this thing okay <laughs> Gotcha. Anyway, the reason why this is funny is that I watched it. This is exclusively on High Dive, which I know we mentioned last time when we were talking about where people can watch Angelic Lair, which, by the way, you can watch it on YouTube. It, the English dub is on YouTube. You can watch it there. I signed up for High Dive like two months ago, and then two days ago, I got an email that's like, according to our records, you qualify for this settlement of this class action lawsuit against High Dive. What? I guess, I guess they were like sharing people's information. Oh, snap. It shouldn't have been or something. So like, oops. Isn't that what also, didn't Crunchyroll have that too? Or just everything? Everything has had that issue. Uh, They probably have it. I don't know. I feel like there's like a data breach or something that's like, well, they should have caught this. So here's $5. Oh, that's it? I don't know how much it's going to be. It's not going to be very much. Are you going to, you, so you're proceeding with this? Oh, I did. Yeah, I filled <laughs> up that little form. I want that $5. You're going to make bank. Listen, if you're ever part of a class action lawsuit, like settlement, you should take it. You should take the money. Take the money. Jojo podcast, colon, take the money. <laughs> See, I just, my mind immediately goes to Clash at Action Park, that documentary about that New Jersey water park that was just sheer mayhem in the 80s, which if you haven't watched, you should. It's on HBO. Highly recommend. <laughs> okay. I've never heard of this. Well, us, uh, because you don't consume super like morbid content like i do where i just like listening to disasters and true crime and, and animal attacks and all that so this is on my radar big yeah, time yeah i got my fill of that <laughs> i got my fill of that in like high school when i was on Reddit. oh like, yeah watch r slash watch awful things happen but i did all that <laughs> and i'm like actually i'm good on watching awful things happen it's Thank tough you. like i follow i think it's you don't have to watch subreddit <laughs> of public outbreak or outrage or whatever oh, public freak out yeah like karen's i have gone through very long rabbit holes of just watching karen's and being totally outraged like how can anyone act like yeah this? i think this is a bad way to spend it's, your time yeah i, don't I know i, mean, I don't do it too much but... this stuff <laughs> I don't think you should be watching like disaster porn or whatever. I think it's bad. Well, no, I mean, it's like retellings of firsthand accounts. I'm trying to think of any other ones I've watched, but no, like freaking. Di did I tell you that my animal attack podcast? Here's the plug for it. Uh, Tooth and Claw. Turns out they play walkabout mini golf and they just organically mentioned it. And then I was like, oh my, you know, big googly eyes. Like, oh my God, they play the game that my company makes. This is my in <laughs> to, to talk to these podcasts. This hosts. is my in. Yeah. Uh, I like your podcast about dogs attacking people. Not dogs. <laughs> hey, like mini golf. It's a lot of bears. Um, Let's see. I, yeah, I can how much? drop so many okay. facts. I guess I'll just have to listen to this because like, I don't yeah. understand how much you could talk about bears attacking people. It kind of seems strange. Well, one of them is me. a wildlife biologist, so there's some credibility to what uh, he's saying. Okay, okay. Um, sure. Like, I made my sister listen. You know, I, if I'm the one driving the long road trip, I get to pick what we're listening to. So we listened to like this early 1900s shark attack series of attacks in i think jersey that ins maybe partially inspired jaws i was like look now and then i was quizzing her i was like look now you know something about bull sharks and yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah we love animals okay we love animal attacks here well yeah i hate hbo People documentaries suck. but we love animals get them get them critters don't watch disaster porn uh learn about animal attacks like wait are you cheering for the animals and the animal yeah. attacks <laughs> Well, they're just being 
Hunting animals, you know, like I like how in national parks, if the if the behavior is within normal expected behavior of a bear or something, they won't kill them. You know, they won't just. Yeah. Bears got to grind XP somehow. Well, because if, you know, if they're guarding a carcass or if there's young nearby, if it's the the problem is when it's like some kind of bear that's been habituated by people feeding it. And then it just, you know, the fear of humans are gone or they associate people with food. That's when or if they eat the body, because normally they won't eat a person if they attack them is normally to like remove a threat. Um, but if they consume the mm-hmm. body, then they get uh, euthanized. Typically, okay. this is so dark and off topic from the content. Of I mean, this, this could podcast. this could happen in an angelic layer. I'm <laughs> waiting for right. the bear attack arc. <laughs> there was a huge like a- Asiatic black bear attack in Japan, and it just like demolished a whole household and stuff. So it happens. They have bears there. Oh, hmm. all right. Well, we'll be on the bear lookout. Probably not Tokyo. <laughs> Inside of the metropolitan Tokyo area <laughs> yeah okay uh i think that's enough about us <laughs> we can get into the episode yeah like let's i said do that. you can watch these on youtube so if you want to watch these if you haven't watched them yet and you've been wanting to you can pause this now and go do that and then make sure to come back time for summaries yes take it away this summary is basically the same length i was hoping it was gonna be shorter it is not i mean you can do more broad strokes nope okay all in this is the only way we talked about it last time. This is the only way some people will ever be able to experience That's the true. show because That's it doesn't true. exist anywhere. <laughs> Except I just bought it on Blu-ray, so I'll have it. Angelic Lair episode three is called Why Are You... Oh. What? <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, it's called Why Are You? I didn't read this. I just copied. What's it called? Who are you? Misaki's Nervous Lesson. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I typed why I'm, why are you? <laughs> All right. Angelic Layer episode 3. Who are you? Misaki's nervous lesson. We open on an angelic layer match in Kobe. Uh, the match is between a male doll named Wizard against an unnamed female opponent. Wizard pushes his opponent out of the layer and wins. We learn that this player is named Ojiro Mihara, and he has won 10 consecutive matches, which qualifies him to the Kansai Games. We then cut to school, where Tamiyo explains to Misaki that she's learning like 10 different types of martial arts. Uh, Kataro complains that she learns these by practicing on him since they were four. And Tamayo rebuts by saying that Kataro knows karate so he could prevent himself from like dying or anything actually damaging when she attacks him. Uh, then she reveals that she also dresses him up in girl clothes sometimes and his classmates all laugh at him. Uh, Katara taking huge L's this episode. Uh, we transition to a conversation between Ogata and Ichan. Ichan is demanding that Ogata gets an angel card for Misaki, which will get her into the upcoming tournament. Ogata wants to know why this or who this card is going to be for, and Ichan makes some guess. He guesses wrong, and his punishment is to eat spaghetti through his nose, which he does for some reason. Uh, or at least he starts to do. We don't see him actually do the whole thing, thank God. <laughs> On the way home, Kataro and Tamoya ask Misaki if she's going to enter the Angelic Layer tournament, uh, but this is the first time she's hearing about it. This might have been said before, but there, um, this is the part where it kind of clicks to me that the dolls are called angels and the players are called deus, deuses, like God. It's like God and angel. Ah. Um, so I'm going to use that term from now on, if I remember. Kataro reveals that uh, Haruko will be at the tournament, but doesn't say in what capacity, although it's going to be pretty obvious. Um, Tamayo and Kataro leave, and Tamayo chastises Kataro for not calling Misaki by her nickname and for being shy. 
Misaki runs into Ichan, who congratulates her for winning her first match, but tells her that she needs to actually train if she wants to win. He takes her to a practice area and explains how to make her angel move more agilely. Misaki wonders if by sending Hikaru commands through her mind, Hikaru can understand what she's thinking, but Ichan reminds her that she's just a doll. Then he produces a boombox and starts dancing. He tells Misaki to have Hikaru dance along with the song, and she does, uh, but she's not really sure if this counts as practicing. The scene then transitions to a facility where Athena and Misaki's mom are practicing by dancing to the same song. Two assistants explain that, uh, to the audience that dancing is a good way for Agile-type angels to learn how to react quickly. Misaki's, songs end, or Misaki's song ends and she notices that Ichan is left. She goes to restart the song, but she stops when Ojiro and Wizard randomly show up. There's like a scene where Wizard just dramatically descends onto the layer table and approaches Hikaru and it's very weird. Very menacing. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like he's gonna just, like, start fighting. Um, and Misaki's very confused by the interaction until Ojiro turns on the music and Wizard starts dancing. Uh, Misaki and Hikaru join in and they all dance together. When the song ends, Ojiro asks if he can practice with her since all the other tables are occupied and Misaki agrees. They practice together and Ojiro compliments Misaki on her improved dancing uh, and they introduce themselves to each other and then Ojiro leaves. As he leaves, three high school girls come in and try to take Misaki's table by beating her in a match. Misaki agrees thinking that they just want to practice with her but then she's surprised when they start a fight or they try to start a match with her uh they tell her that the term to do it means to fight <laughs> and i she's like okay well i didn't know that everybody knows um, that they bully her everybody knows that <laughs> um they bully her into fighting and she finally agrees hikaru and her opponent queen face off queen takes out two electrified whips and starts attacking hikaru uh, the bully's internal monologue reveals that electric whips are actually banned in angelic layer but they're banking on the fact that beginners like misaki are not going to know the rules and so they can win easy matches to boost her win ratio even though later on Ishan says this is an unofficial match so I don't really know whose win ratio this is supposed to be. Hikaru struggles to find an opening and gets caught in a whip attack. Ichan shows back up and is annoyed that her opponent is using electric whips but doesn't say anything when he sees Misaki concentrating. Misaki starts to make Hikaru dance. Using the beats of the song she's able to quickly get inside of Queen's defenses and push her out of the lair winning the match. Her opponent gets angry and leaves. Uh, Ichan congratulates Misaki for winning her match and gives her an angel card, and then he tells her that he's entered her into the tournament as we cut to credits. Okay, so a more, like, casual-paced episode in comparison, because the last two were pretty, like, packed with a bunch of stuff. Like, the one lull before next episode where it, like, goes right back up to intense happening. Well, this is, I think this is kind of the reveal that, like, this is a sports anime, kind of. I mean, not really, but kind of, right? Where it's like, this is the training episode because this is a sport and, like, we need to show our character getting better at the sport yeah. or else it won't make sense when yeah. she starts doing better later on, right? Well, I, yeah, I made a note that, see, this is why it feels different than Shonen because we're not spending, like, freaking 20 episodes on training and we just get straight to it. But somehow it doesn't feel rushed. I mean, they don't explicitly say what the time difference is between this episode and the next. But yeah, most shonen... Uh, it's like a week. I think they say okay. it's like a week until the tournament. Most shonen take forever. I mean, part of it is because... Like, Angelic Lair as a game is more about, like, concentrating and visualizing and stuff. Like, the thing that makes... So if you've watched a lot of shonen anime, you know that, like, the thing they usually do is they introduce some kind of, like magic system or like some magic equivalent system and then they have to like explain the rules of like how superpowers can happen 
And John Clare doesn't do that. They're just like, yeah, you have a doll. You can visualize it. That's basically it. Like, it's really just about, are you able to concentrate? Are you able to react? That kind of thing. So there's not the explanation part that I think a long time been shown in stuff. Because there's not that much to explain here. Because this is a very, like, use your imagination kind of thing. Okay. I My first two notes, the first being the fight music is so good. I don't remember I, the fight music. What? Oh, I, I made like four different notes saying how much I like the music. Like the music's really uh, good. Okay, okay. I remember being good. I just don't remember the fight music. You're looking at my screen, right? My second note. Uh, it is so old. Like all the NPCs. Angelic Lair and Kobe. <laughs> stationary. Nobody moves. It's like a huge arena. They're playing in like a huge arena. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Okay. My second note is that dog's face <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> So in the beginning of the episode, it like does a cut to like the arena and it like zooms in and then it cuts to like two kids sitting on a fountain and the guy with his dog and this dog (laughs) is looking like droopy. He looks like he's melted. (laughs) Yeah. I I guess dog, that kind of dog looks like that. Like a bloodhound kind of or basset hound or something. It's good. Oh my God. Yeah. Look at that little dog. That drew my attention for like a two second pan. Oh Okay, and then my my third note was Wizard's pretty cool looking because this is our first introduction to a male. Okay, doll. okay, Wizard. Why is his name? He doesn't look like a wizard at all. No. I'm mad about this. I don't this. know. He he has like basically like, what's he wearing? Like a big trench coat kind of thing with like really extended shoulder pads that go out to like the left and right by like a foot. <laughs> A uh, foot relative to him, not like a foot in real life. Um, <laughs> and like, he's just wearing, he's, yeah, it's just like this big coat and he's got gloves and that's it. He's called Wizard. I don't know. Why is he called Wizard? If he I doesn't mean, cast a spell. Some, we see one character named Colossus, so you can just name doll whatever you want. That's true. I feel like you should be a little bit on theme, though. I feel like you should try to be on theme a little bit. So what do you think of uh, Ojir- Ojiro? As this is our introduction Ojiro. to him. Yeah, he's... He seems fine. Like, he seems nice. Like, we meet him. Like, he's really good. His introduction's really weird when he just, like, shows up and, like, stops her from turning on the music and then puts his doll in the thing and then turns it on without saying anything. It's, like, a very bizarre thing to do. I know. Is he is he going to be, like, a romantic interest or something? Because, like, he is tall and he is good in angelic lair. Yes. When, okay, so on the opening fight where it's him and he wins and he stands up and like waves to the crowd. It's such typical like anime girl swooning voices like, oh my god, you're over. Yeah. Uh, favorite. Yeah, so he's obviously being introduced as like the pretty boy that all the girls love. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see what I think about him later. Okay. Um, I'm gonna talk about Hunter Hunter later in this episode. Ooh, so I'm gonna do that. Freaking love Hunter Hunter. Because a lot of I'm watching it for the first time, <gasps> and I'm like up to I don't know the part where they have that auction. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. And like the stuff I watched before where they're in like this big battle tower, a lot of that same stuff is happening in Angelic Lair right now, which I think is very odd because like the whole pushing someone out of the ring, just like like physically pushing them is like a thing that happens in Hunter Hunter a lot. And that's the way Wizard wins his fight. I mean, it's kind of like boxing-esque. I do have a note. <laughs> I do have a note about Ojiro that says uh, he takes off his helmet to, re- or he takes off his headset to reveal the most normal looking anime guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a guy. I mean, in this series, it's the dolls that are all cool looking. So I guess it makes sense that all the like humans are pretty just typical, normal looking people. Wizard should have a beard. He should have a big beard. What? (laughs) As a wizard? (laughs) He should be casting some spells. Here's what I don't understand. A lot of these, like, even Wizard has, 
And it's interesting because it does seem like they're maybe trying to pair them romantically because both their dolls are very similar aesthetics um, with the kind of big, thick boots and the, you know, white and blue and white and red and, and the like, oh, yeah, the little visor, the like headpiece, the earpiece that sticks out. Hikaru has two and Wizard just has one, but they have various. Mm-hmm. And then the freaking weird tassel, like long tassel rope thing. Hikaru has two, but I'm like, you guys. That's like just asking you to be grabbed by those things and chucked out of the ring. Like, I wouldn't want any dangly, loose anything on my doll that, that someone else's doll could just grab. It's not going to look cool then. I guess, bad. but I mean. Listen, this is this is a sport about fighting, but it's also a sport about fashion. I, I Some people are not getting the memo on that because this chick in this fight looks yeah, stupid. <laughs> Like she, oh, Queen? She she's like, no, like no, dominatrix. Not, not that one. The one that Wizard's fighting. It looks like she's a oh, transformer yeah, that's going to turn into a plane because she's got like this Oh weird- my god. If she turned into a car, <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Queen looks, I don't know, just badly made like cheap material she's like a dominatrix she's got like the she's got like the corset she's got the mask like doesn't match i do like the little a leather strap with a buckle thing that's nice um he uses two electric whips which is a guy they fight in hunter hunter also uses two electric whips (laughs) that was funny okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna talk like at length about a thing later on um, but this is kind of the first time it's marked. It's like when Tamiyo is talking about how she does all these martial arts mm-hmm. and Misaki is like, I am not athletic. Like I don't do athletic stuff. Yeah. Like she's not an athlete, but she clearly wants to be. I'm going to come back to that. The other thing that happens. Put a pen in it. The other thing that happens is, um, Misaki starts calling Kataro Kataro-chan. I so, made that note too. I was like, I guess she wrecked. just went <laughs> with whatever Tamiyo is calling it, which yeah, I was like, poor guy. Dude just takes L's yes. this whole episode. Um, um, okay, so I made a note that the gym shorts in some animes oh, yeah. are insane, but then I went into deep dive reading about them. So I guess they call them bloomers. Um, and they first got introduced to Japan, I think, through the Olympics because their volleyball team won. But then everyone was saying how the other team looked cooler because they had the tight little shorts. Um, and I guess bloomers in Japan were originally kind of puffy. Um, yeah. And then that just kind of bled into school uh, athletic they wear. Actually, wear these? No. Okay. Like, so. Okay, so what? What we're describing is um, they're wearing their, like, athletic clothes because they're in gym. And they wear, like, long sleeve shirts. But then the girls wear, like, shorts that are, like, like a one-inch Essentially underwear cut. Which, yeah. Yeah, so... it's very, like, a leotard almost. Um, and then the guys just wear normal, like, basketball shorts. And... The 90s, I guess, in a Japanese school in Singapore, there's a student protest to these because they were tired of getting unwanted attention from having to wear these. And so, so and then, yes, but since the 90s, it's gone out of style, but it's lived on in infamy through anime. Great. Love that. Love to love to give the women unwanted attention by making them wear these stupid shorts. (laughs) Yes. Well, because I guess it was like a lot of people had issues with the, you know, because you're trying to wear underwear under that and freaking underwear probably covers more than the damn short. So probably have to deal yeah. with them peeking out. I would be this pissed. This is a bad plan. Yes. I mean, I understand that it's like minimal friction with clothing, but I, oh God, I mean, they had no. like, I guess, well, I don't know. I guess like athletic clothes got better over time. So like yeah, I think better, as like, spandex stuff material, came out. yeah, became more affordable. Like bike shorts exist now. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, and then I made, okay, so is it Deuce or Deus? 
dais. Okay. Well, I was like, okay, so I'm not very cultured in the religious stuff. You said that's in reference to like God and angel. And then I was like, okay, so maybe it's like Amadeus, like rock Amadeus. You know that <laughs> rock me Amadeus what? song, you know? <laughs> what is that? Oh, uh, the song? Yeah. I don't know what this is. What is this song? Amadeus. I'm a, I, I, I don't, I don't sing. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what this song is. Uh, you can look it up later. Rock me Amadeus. It's like an 80s song or 90s or something. But uh, I was like, okay, so maybe that, I was like, I'm assuming that's some kind of God reference. Yeah, so, so Dias is Latin for God. Okay. Um, and then angel is the English word for angel. Mm-hmm. And you know. The relationship between gods and angels is that they're like your little agents, more or less. Uh-huh. They carry out your will, etc., etc. Yeah. Which is what's, I guess, happening in Angelic Lair. My next note is about the spaghetti punishment. Oh, yeah. I have that. Like, I just have, do why it, is he doing dude? that? Why is he doing it? He like, starts just like, wait till he leaves and say he did it. So you technically <laughs> or quit can your job. <laughs> eat spaghetti up your nose because it like is thin enough to go That's through your like nasal cavity. But disgusting. like, there were meatballs on that plate. That was not going to work. <laughs> You couldn't do so that. So gross. I hate it. My next note is Katara doesn't call her by her nickname. And Tommy was like rizzing him being like, oh, why are you too shy? Why are you so shy? Yeah. I'm helping yeah. you out so much. I'm, I'm like pointing out <laughs> how much of a huge loser you are. Like worst wingman ever. In, man. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Okay. So he's just like a generically nice guy. I don't know. Yeah. He's not very remarkable. Um, although he is a good commentator for the sideline for viewers, I guess. Um, I like him. He's not bad. Yeah. So this is when they're walking home that they were doing that. But also it keeps happening where they cut off Kotaro talking about his sister Hotoko doing angelic layer. And I made a note that they always do this in Shonen where like there's a character that we get. It's like implied that they do cool stuff. But it like keeps being put off that we get to see it. Normally it's like some old man character, I feel like. But in this is the five year old girl who's, you know, a beast. Uh, yeah, I mean, next episode, it's it going to be revealed that she's like a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, then she's very good at fighting. I made a note that now I'm hearing her say, yeah, all the time. <laughs> I, she, she does. Every time she's like confused instead yes. of saying like what? Because like what in Japanese is Nani? And she says like, yeah. I also made a note because I went back and looked because you commented on Aunt Shoko's wall art. And you're right. It's, yeah. It's bad. It's Looks so like a, bad. a two-year-old finger <laughs> painted them. Why'd uh, she buy it? Uh, we don't weird. see Anchoko this episode or in no. these two episodes. My next thing is is about Ichan and how uh, Ichan is basically just her dad. Like he, he's he plays the coach character. He is like her coach, the mentor kind of. He's the only person who he's the only adult who spends time with her. <laughs> That's so sad. It's so sad. I know. I was talking to my mom last night, and she's like, "This girl sounds way too young to be traveling on train by herself." Because uh, she's still yeah, I mean, slowly Japan, trying to know. process what Shoujo is. And yeah, she doesn't know anything about Japan. But I was like, yeah, there's like a whole freaking Netflix show about kids going and running errands at the age of like five by themselves. But like Ichan is playing this role of like, hey, I'm going to allow you or I'm going to like be your mentor through this thing that you want to do. That's like going to be very important to like your development. And that's basically like a dad character. Yeah, he's got for sure. Only parental figure she has right now. So sad. I know, I feel like her aunt is not a great option. She's more responsible than her aunt. Well, and, like, the way he talks about it is also pretty good. Like, it, like you know, when they're talking about the doll and she's like, oh, I wonder if Hikaru would hear me. And she's like, well, you know, she's a doll. But, like, the whole point of this is to have fun. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, she mentions that, like, oh, if I, like, put her on the lair, can I, like, make her smile at me? And he's like, yeah, but only on the lair. <laughs> Can't just do it outside there. Think like, bigger, oh, cool. kid. 
okay, but like this is a kid that's clearly this is what I'm saying. Like she's so starved of attention that she's like bonding with this so doll. So sad and this random man. <laughs> yeah, he's like the coolest adult to her. In her world, this is the coolest adult. He's like the only one taking an interest in stuff that she's interested in. He's like helping her out. But he's also only at his convenience cuz he keeps disappearing <laughs> and leaving her alone. He does keep disappearing, which is pretty funny um so i have a note for when it's athena doing the practice to the dancing as well that the like because clearly one of the ladies commenting has been there a while and then we have the new one who's there to ask the dumb questions for the sake of the audience they make a comment saying how okay so this is how a lightweight like athena is able to be successful kind of making the implication that before her only heavyweight dolls were able to kind of be on top which i thought was an interesting thing to note yeah, we see we see Athena doing the dance, but her version of it is like way more complicated. Yes. and was like involves like jumping around and stuff. Whereas like Hikaru's dance is just like pivoting and like mm-hmm. spinning and stuff. Dance training. Got to be really good at rhythm games to, to be good at Angelic Lair. That's what all my Beat Saber's been in practice for in Dance Central. Oh God, I want Angelic Lair to be real. I want to make my own doll. Be so sick. When I get to my bigger point, I will also talk about how I want this to be real. <laughs> Um, so in the fight with Queen, I'm like, how long are these cables? Because some of them are standing so far away from the layer, but they have like a cable dangling. And I feel like with oh, this yeah, technology, so you... it should be wireless, you know, like silly yeah, to be plugged the in to the table. I think I mean, they sit in the chair like you have to sit in the chair to like play. So I think it makes sense. You don't want that delay. It's your mind brain waves. You got to react quickly. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's tr- so Without true. Without a wired connection, there'd be so much delay. Right, right, right. N- Queen's fight is the first appearance of weapons. First time a weapon shows up. Mm-hmm. Dude, high schoolers are so mean in this world. It's very funny. I was going to say, yeah, that girl is clearly a high schooler. And this is just some 12 year old that's like, oh, I'm going to freaking demolish this child. Hikaru wins by doing like a by doing a dance and then like running in between strikes and then jumping and then pushing, pushing her out. Yeah, I feel like she keeps that's having the these fights where it's one move is doing it, which doesn't seem practical. She does one explosive move that usually involves jumping at the last second and getting inside of someone's defenses and then pushing them out. That's her. That's her deal. Yeah. Which like that's a strategy. I mean, that, that, I think there is. I'm not a big, like, fighting games kind of person, but I know that there are, like, strategies that are basically, like, if you can just get an opponent into a combo that can do, like, 60% of their health two times, you win. So, like, this is a type of, I mean, not like a one-hit kill, but there is, you know, this is a style that you see in some games. Mm-hmm. But you like, like a grind. high risk, high reward. So you'd be all about that slow beatdown of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am, like, I want this match to last approximately two hours. I want this to be a miserable experience for both of us. <laughs> I want you to regret ever challenging me to a fight. No, I don't know. I don't play fighting games like that. No. So we have um, the first kind of more in-depth thought of what the entry call is going to be. And the, for the, you know, in this fight, she just says, go Hikaru. That um, she throws her in. Yeah. I mean, another note, this music is so good. And then I said, is there a black market for angelic layer accessories? Is that where this chick got these freaking electric whips? Uh, I mean, I guess if they're banned and they had to have not been banned at one point, right? I guess so. The final note I had was maybe she didn't want to do the tournament, dude. Like she's just getting started. Oh, she so did. Come on. (laughs) I'd be peeing my pants like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, he's like pushing her out of her comfort zone. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. He's like the coach figure for her. 
freaking episode four, which we're about to go into, we're already into a tournament that's so fast. Yep. Next episode is a tournament. Every shonen can... has a tournament arc. I guess I can get into it. Episode four is called The Day an Angel Flew Down. We open on the tournament. It's here. It's a huge event for all the players in Tokyo. In the control room, Ichan instructs Ogata to record all of Misaki's matches. Ogata is confused as to why Ichan would want to do this and guesses that it's because Misaki is his estranged child, which... Good guess, Ogata, because that's basically true. Um, as punishment <laughs> for being wrong, Ichan puts clothespins all over his face. Misaki, Tamiyo, and Kataru take their seats, and Misaki shows them uh, her battle phrases that she's supposed to say when the match starts and she throws her doll into the arena. The tournament begins with its opening ceremony, then the first match starts. Misaki goes backstage to prep for her match. Tamiyo asks Kataro if he thinks Hadako will be okay, but he's not worried since she's like a tournament vet. She's been here a lot. Uh, Tamiyo jokes that he's more worried about his crush than his sister, and then they get in a little comedy fight. Misaki gets a registration and sees a lot of really stressed out and kind of hostile players as they wait for their matches. Eventually, she runs into Hadako, who's hanging out in the waiting room. Hadako tells her that Misaki's match is right after hers and gives her some advice about not being nervous. We cut to two girls watching a match complaining that it's so bad, uh, the other, and two other girls come by and say that Suz, uh, Suzuka's match is next, which is the name of a doll. Hanako goes to her match and it's revealed that her angel's name is Lightspeed Suzuka because she's so quick. Uh, Suzuka is like dressed like a ninja kind of and wins her match by kicking her opponent in the face immediately, like within seconds of the match starting. Uh, those girls that were watching approve of her performance. Back in the waiting room, Misaki congratulates Hadako on winning and Hadako tells her that she could be great too because size or age doesn't matter for Angelic Lair. Misaki's battle starts. She throws Hikaru in the ring with her new entry phase. Wings of an angel, please guide me and Hikaru, which is bad grammar in the English translation. It should be Hikaru and me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Her opponent's <laughs> angel's name is Katarina. Am I saying that right? Katrina? Is it Katarina. Katarina. Okay. And her entry phrase is dance on the layer. Listen to the wind's voice, Katarina, which I feel like is kind of cooler. Uh, <laughs> Katarina is an ice skater. Uh, who's with? She has skates on and she kind of like skates around the arena and stuff. She starts skating around the ring and Misaki has a hard time following it. In the control room, Ichan comments that Katarina is a speed type fighter, but she takes time to accelerate. Ogata comments that Hikaru has already lost the chance to attack early. Katarina at full speed starts spinning with a leg up so that her skate is like exposed and she grazes Hikaru's hair by kicking. Then Katarina kicks the, <laughs> kicks the shit out of Hikaru and takes off like half of her health meter. Kataro comments that all her power is coming from spinning, which increases her like force. And as long as she's spinning, she's a threat. Misaki tries to think of a plan while Hikaru dodges. Misaki settles on a risky plan and sends Hikaru running directly at Katarina. She dodges the kick, jumps in the air, and strikes her from above, kicking her in the face and pushing her out of the lair. The girls who watched uh, Haruko comment that Misaki also seems like an interesting player, and then back in the waiting room, Haruko congratulates Misaki on her win and asks her if she loves Angelic Lair as much as she does. Misaki says she really loves Angelic Lair, and they shake hands as we cut to credits. Another freaking one-hit win. Another one-hit win. Dude, she kicks her so good. There's two one-hit wins, because when Hanako wins her match, it's incredible. Yeah, she's freaking badass. She just, like, runs, like, she runs forward. Her, okay, so I want to talk about Suzuka. She's freaking Cool awesome. doll. Yeah, A very cool doll. I, she's very sexy for a five-year-old doll. Just yeah, <laughs> she's like a, she's like a female ninja, like the, the hot she's female got, ninja like, kind of thing. She's got, like, the under chain mesh and yeah she's height. got mesh she's got Slit the body skirt. suit she has like these huge like shoulder pads um and she has like little things dangling off that are bells yes she has a big bow and yes i love the bells it's so cool 
And she's wearing like all black. It's cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Because this is one of the angels that we saw in episode two that they were reviewing footage of. I don't know if you remember that. She was one of those. I do remember that. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's so freaking cool. When did the, when did Hotoko start doing this? She's five, but she's a veteran. Like, was she doing this when she's three? What? Is, so there should be age restrictions. No, but this is the whole thing. The whole thing is that like age doesn't matter in angelic. I know, letter. but I feel like like this is an important part. This is uh, I'm gonna talk I about know, this. But when we get to that point. Violence. It's love violence. I the guess children so. crave it. <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, I, I, okay, I was gonna say, I had one more note. So I watched the fight in English as well. And in that, the entry call is, I think it sounds better. And the English translated it says, Angel Wings, please guide me in Hikaru, which sounds better than Wings of an Angel. But I hate this because her, you know who uses Angel Wings? Her mom's doll. Athena has Angel Wings and her mom ain't guiding her to shit. <laughs> mom sucks. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> My first note is uh, Misaki might as well be Ichan's estranged child because he's the only one who pays attention to her. That's no joke. That's no joke. <laughs> like we see, like when she's in the tournament, like she's like walking through like the registration zone or whatever, and she sees like I know there's one like dance mom, but Angelic Layer dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's there's people with their kids, and there's like people with their friends, and like Misaki's just by herself, like. She does not have anybody with her in the waiting room. I mean, Tamiyo and Kataru are, like, watching. But they're also watching Hanako, so they're not going with her. That seems very lonely. Yeah. When she gets in that waiting room, I put freaking... All these chicks have RBF big time. Oh, my God. Resting bitch face. They all look so angry. Aggressive. You know? Yeah. No nervous, like, concerned look. All scowling. Very intimidating. They're getting in the zone. This is what sports is like. This is why I don't like sports. (laughs) I guess I was just a casual participant with sports. Yeah, yeah, I'm not big into, like, contests. My next note is that this arena is cool as hell. Like, the big arena where they fight is, like, a... Like, there's, like, a big ring. They have the layer, which is, like, this big table. The announcer is, like, in a chair that's, like, connected by an arm that, like, articulates goes and, like, all over goes the place. around. And the, the chairs that the, that the dais sits in also is, like, a big chair that is, like, on an arm that can be, like, raised up and down. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I know. The budget of this thing is yeah, insane. I wonder rad. if you have to pay to go. Surely you do. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you have to pay to get in, for sure. You always think about the economics of this. I, I, You're always asking about the money. I'm just poverty struck and in disbelief all the time. <laughs> Angelic layer, Colin, get that money. Um, I, the first fight, like the first fight that starts, but we don't see because she goes backstage. They, th- those are mixed, uh, mixed gender Deus Angel pairs, both of them. Like I think the guy has a girl doll, and the and the high schooler has like a guy doll. I think. I mean, it's like in video games where dudes always play as chicks because you'd rather be staring at a girl's ass than a dude's for a 60 hour okay, plus I do game that. campaign. Why I do that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Not why I do no. That. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> or the smaller uh-huh. hit, or the smaller like target or something that's the smaller thing. hitbox i yeah. don't think that actually happens <laughs> sometimes people just have cooler designs i guess so um kataru i have kataru's that worry about hadako and like the 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 girls that are watching seem to imply that hadako they like say a line that i don't know if this is like i don't know if this is translated perfectly or like whatever but one of them says we'll make her runner up this time which makes it sound like hadako won last time that's what the if that is what it sounded like i mean it could be just like a smaller competition that they got 
got second place to her or something. Maybe. Like not this But like it's one. very funny. I mean, this is qualifiers, right? So obviously yeah, Wizard true. was at a different regional qualifier and this is just the yeah. Tokyo version. And then we'll move to where all the different places come together. But it's just interesting because like earlier in the episode, uh, Tamayo is like making fun of Katara from not being worried about Hanako. But it kind of seems like he doesn't have to be. It kind of no. seems like Hanako just owns everybody yes. and everybody else sucks. I put Tamayo is such a troll, uh, and I love when she's <laughs> yeah. just like beating the shit out of Katara, just like whack, she's whack, great. whack. I had another note of music is on point. If I had an angel, okay, one, the little, because they essentially have ring girls that are angels or like hold up the card saying round whatever. I feel like yeah. they could have made them cuter. Like they're pretty plain looking. And then also if I had an angel, I would just make sure the clothes covered all the joints because they look so realistic except when you see like the little knee knee cut out on some of them where you're like, oh yeah, these are little toys. Uh, I'd have all those yeah. things covered up. Breaks the illusion. But I mean, I don't know. Hanako's opponent, it's like a battle nurse. I mean, she gets owned immediately so we don't see anything she does does but nope. she does just have like a nurse's outfit on which is yeah. pretty funny yes i know it's like wh- i guess you just got to embrace i mean it makes sense if you want to be more marketable to have a very distinct look but yeah she got wrecked by a five-year-old and i also said i could see like the styles that people put on their angels that are successful and have more exposure affecting like real life fashion trends like I could see people wanting to kind of wear clothes inspired by more popular and juggler dolls. Oh, sure. Yeah, I bet that's like, or I would make it a big part of this if I was making this. So it looks like here in this uh, competition, at least it's a 10 minute time limit to each round. Yeah, because Misaki almost runs out of time in her match because like basically her opponent, like the ice skater just like beats her up a bunch and her score is really low. And the commentator is like, well, if the round ends, it's whoever has, like, the most, like, the higher health bar, basically. Wins, so yeah. She would lose if she didn't do anything. And again, jumps and then kicks. Uh, she kicks this time instead of pushes. But okay, jump kick. yeah. They got her changing it up slightly. Uh, do you have any more notes or can nope. I get to my main Yes, let's hear so it. Let's give it to us. Uh, so the last note I have is that Angelic Layer is a show that imagines a world where esports weren't so misogynistic. What if <laughs> you had esports that didn't suck? Right? <laughs> cool actually because like the whole premise of like anything that's been going on like the last episode like in the first episode we see Yukaru and she is like concerned or she feels bad for being small Misaki uh, you know we commented like or Misaki sorry um and we we commented like that seemed a little kind of out of nowhere um but then in like the last episode where she talks about how she's like not athletic it's like it's the thing where she clearly wants to do sports, but she just doesn't have the body for it, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't going to be able to compete in sports in a way that's fun for her because those games are not designed for someone of her build, right? Yeah. Um, and then the thing that Hanako says at the end about like, oh, Angelic Lair doesn't like discriminate in terms of like size or age or any of that stuff is like why she likes it so much because this is actually a sport that she can engage with. Like which, like, really. Yes, which really is what the promise of esports should be. You don't need to worry about like your your physicality yeah. so much in esports. I mean, unless you know, there are some cases where like you know um, accessibility is kind of an issue sometimes. But yeah. like the, the barrier to entry to esports is much lower in terms of like how tall you are doesn't really matter. Uh, how much muscle mass you have doesn't really matter. How old you are not that important. It should be esports should be a venue where people are equalized, uh, but it's not because we live in a garbage culture. Um, <laughs> And it's just, like, run by, like, the worst, most misogynistic dudes. It's like, imagine all the worst guys who are the most annoying. Those are all the people that are in esports. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never attended because it's never remotely interested in me watching a bunch of dudes play first-person shooters. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, like, a lot of different kinds. Like, there's a lot of different types of games that have esports. 
but there's two problems. One is like they're all corporate, right? So it's like they like run how things are going. Mm-hmm. And the second part is like it's so dude heavy. Like they're all guys. It's you toxic know. game culture, you know? Like- yeah, it's it's like the worst guys too. It's like all of the really annoying ones. It's it's super sexist. I mean, like you can read like I've read some like testimonials by like women that are in any sports that like prefer women only. Yeah. Like events. Which is clearly, like, a cultural thing. Because there's nothing... There's no reason why, like, being a guy or a chick would, like, make a difference in terms nope. of, like, how good you are at pressing buttons, right? Yeah. It's all, like, the culture. Like, do you want to play against a bunch of people who are, like, huge assholes to you? Or do you want to play against a bunch of people who are going to be, like, cool and normal? Which just sucks. I am much more a single player uh, kind of gamer. But it, during that phase where I was into Halo Reach and back when game chat was more of a thing, either people hit on you or, I mean, I luckily, well, I don't know about luckily. It was more of that for me, but also people just being like, get out of here, dumb girl, yeah. which I feel like is probably the worst. Well, I don't know. Because then they like leave you a DM afterwards. Like, ooh, what's up? Uh and then these spaces like, really attract the worst kind of guy and don't police them or like don't try to do anything to compensate for them at all. It's, it sucks. When I was in college and I did competitive paintball, I was the only girl at our school competing. There's barely any other girls competing. As far as like pro leagues and like all female teams from what I saw, like one of their freaking YouTube channels was just them mud wrestling. And I was like, dear God, this is just catering to the male fantasy and this isn't like a true like all girls team and yeah because that's a game where yeah it doesn't as much matter what your size or gender is i mean possibly per what position you play in because there's like if you're kind of bigger you probably just want to not have to move as much and stay behind bigger bunkers um Mm -hmm. but it's not as big of an element in paintball right but there's still not that much female. I mean, that's more IRL aggression that you had to muster, I guess. Uh, like one time I had these girls come up to me and be like, oh my God, you're so brave and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I guess we don't all have a deep seated like beast waiting to be released. And, you know, they, they ring the buzzer to say the game's over, but you have extra padding in your head and your uh, face mask that you can't hear. So you're still shooting people after the points already ended. And they're like, stop, stop. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's how I always think of you. (laughs) The inner beast violating the rules, shooting people after time. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) But yeah, so I like this. I mean, this should be, this is a shonen show. This should be a shoujo show. I mean, it really is just about like, what if, what if you could like experience sports in a way that isn't irritating and kind of annoying and like dealing with like a bunch of the worst guys? What if esports were fun? Asks Angelic Lair. (laughs) And I think this should be reality. They should make this for real. Yeah, well, this podcast, once it makes it big, it's going to have people thinking about that and then it's going to change. Yeah, but like you you just know that like, this is why like Ichan actually rules because he's like, (laughs) oh yeah, anybody can play this. This would be great. Like imagine, like I could imagine this. If Netflix was going to make a live action garbage remake of this show, like (laughs) Ichan would be like a shitty crypto dude or something. Like he would just be like the biggest fucking loser of all time. Yeah. Like in real life, he'd be like an Elon Musk adjacent asshole um because that's what we have in the real world Mm -hmm. yeah anyone who makes a Um, tech company is in it for themselves and not for the sake of you know people can just do it no matter who they are i Uh, mean we'll later in the show kind of discover the motivation of starting angelic layer and that'll give each hand more 
depth as a character. Wouldn't this be cool though if we had like if we had like esports for like somebody who was playing against a kindergartner <laughs> and it was just like everybody was just cool about it? That would own. But we don't have that because everything's stupid. <laughs> You preach, and I hate that. Listen, I used to, I used to pay attention to the competitive Smash Brothers tournament, and then it turns out all those guys are like weird sex pests who suck. Oh, and it's geez. like, of course. Yeah, I don't like Smash, but I might be going to a tournament for one actually, for the sake of research and and work. So I'll get to oh, firsthand witness how that. <laughs> looks uh listen if your sport attracts too many like two online guys that are like predators and 4chaners it's gonna be bad you're just gonna have a bad time yeah you're just gonna have this is just a loser convention <laughs> um okay yeah, maybe one day one day we can have good esports not now no, i know <laughs> definitely not right now once walk about mini golf has its own thing then it'll be the pure hearted joy. Is this what is this what you want? Competitive? Uh, I mean, competitive. We do have intense golf. players. They're like, oh, I know an angle for every hole. Blah blah blah. It's a you know, it's because I feel like first person shooters are it's really competitive. Like there's no other way to enjoy it but trying to be the best. Whereas something like mini golf, which does have competitive capabilities, but it's more so just for the fun of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we need more fun. More fun. Yeah, uh, more fun games where it's more about that than winning, I guess. But there is a winning element. Yeah, I mean, that's what Ichan says. He's like, you know, she's a doll. The point is to have fun playing with her. The yeah. point of Angelic Layer is to have fun. A beautifully simple concept. Too bad. Too bad. Nobody <laughs> fun is banned. This show's good. Um, yeah, you would. You want it to be real. What I wanna maybe for the end we should each draw our own uh, angel and name them. Oh, how stuff. we would design an angel? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be good. I can't draw, so it's gonna be sure I'm you can. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, this show's good. Um, I'm glad we're watching it first. I do think this should count as a, as a show show. Yeah. Okay. Good. That that makes me feel better. <laughs> Uh, yeah. you wanna, if you want to learn more about sexism in video games, there's an episode that just came out of Game Study Study Buddies, which is a podcast where they read yeah. stuff called Gaming Sexism. You should listen to that yeah. if you want to know more, because Jesus Christ, <laughs> I hate gamers. Gamers are so bad. Ugh. I mean, honestly, because... I mean, you work for the video game company. I Well, okay, here's the thing. It's very different because this is the second video game company I've worked for, right? The first one was much more what you would imagine. Uh, but this one I'm at, Mighty Coconut, I it originated as an animation studio first. So maybe something with that because it's like a lot of the people who work there are not gamers or super dedicated intense gamers. So I don't know if that lends itself to uh, the culture being non-toxic but like there's never been anything like that at my current place so i'm very fortunate it's also just a small vr indie dev and i'm assuming gigantic things like capcom or you know obviously blizzard has had its own scandals um it definitely gets worse with scale it seems like yeah so yeah lucky but as a gamer i mean because i stream now so luckily i have for the most part avoided you know people being coming to my channel for the wrong reasons because i typically the games i'm playing are not currently popular or you know i'm not mm-hmm. i don't have little tongue emotes in my descriptor for my episode yeah i mean you, um, you so stream you also show part, your face 
Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, some people do the VTubing, which, you know, very intentionally can that. be hypersexualized. Well, yours is cute, but <laughs> but even for me, being a chick who plays games, even just friendship and stuff can be, it's kind of frustrating, or just because you're a chick who plays games that people, I don't know, just, you just want to be friends with everyone and they don't have those same intentions. Yeah. It's so be normal, normal interactions. Yeah. Or yeah, it's just always different. Like not perceived the way if you were playing with another dude. Ugh. Mm-hmm. My rant. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's our recap of episodes three and four. We appreciate we've gotten a few reviews. Yeah. Uh, totally all unsolicited not by us or my mom there's nothing wrong with asking for <laughs> reviews listen you all know the gig economy you all understand that reviewing you know always you always rate your reviews for like your drivers and stuff five stars because you know that anything less than that is bad because we live in a stupid world run by <laughs> stupid losers who don't understand how rating works because uh, these companies are trash yeah i just have a terror i just have terrible time asking for things from people i don't so uh <laughs> please rate us five stars on your thing on your podcast platform we're on all the things spotify pod apple podcast amazon music we did get it we did get a comment on apple podcast that i can read out okay by the way if you if this is a this is a maneuver i stole from range touch so if you like more podcasts Range touch. Thank you for letting me steal this. This is from Bev. This is five stars. Oh, who could that? What be? an awesome conversation! An introduction to anime. Such fun and knowledgeable hosts. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you, Bev. Yeah. If you'd like me to read something, <laughs> then leave a five star review. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. It's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to read things from your mom, uh, please put make your mom listen in a comment. I don't know. Does Spotify have comments? Do you just have? No, it's uh, well. Okay, so you can rate with the stars, and then I can either. I don't know if we want to. I I did a custom question, but you can add a question for people to reply to on Spotify. Oh. Like my first episode, I said, "Is Ichan creepy or not?" And that was the question. Oh, okay. So I was going to try and think of one specific to each episode. Recovering, but the default okay, is okay. just like, "What? How? What are your thoughts on this episode?" So. Listen, we're trying to game the algorithm, right? I'm sure that participating in polls like boosts our rankings in the algorithm. So if you listen on Spotify, please participate in the polls. That probably does something. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment because I think that does something. It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to just type button mash. I don't care. (laughs) Just leave a comment. I think that's what matters. If you're on something else, then let me know what that is because I don't know what the other ones are. There's probably some way. If you think you can manipulate the algorithm in our advantage, I would do that. Let's say that the goal of our podcast as an intro to shoujo anime is to get people like my mom and grandma to comprehend what shoujo is. We have to do we have to do more explainers about like yeah. That's fine. I mean, honestly, I feel like most people who would organically find the show are gonna be more into anime and already know these things, but. We don't want to exclude anyone who maybe is not one of those people. Because I know other podcasts that recap things that the people listening don't actually consume the thing they're discussing. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if I, like, I tried listening to some of the other, like, shoujo in the name podcasts. And some of them, like, only cover, like, manga and stuff. So, you know, I'm just looking at the ones. A lot of them are very positive. Yes, they're all very upbeat and cutesy and 
I think we're going to bring a more like... We're going to be a little bit more critical. We're going to talk about misogyny <laughs> in esports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're doing that. Maybe they are. I don't know. I, yeah, I think we're just... We're, I don't know. Maybe we're just not as serious or we're just having fun. So we have a trailer now that I just clipped together from our last episode and our little demo episode for those of you who did not have the pleasure of listening to that in whole. Um, so send that to people if you want to try and get them into shoujo. I bet I think we should do maybe for each episode we have something we recommend. Oh, okay. Sure. Like it could be a show or a book or a po- another podcast, whatever. That's a nice way to kind of call out other creators of things. And yeah, okay. You know, people might be looking for other content to consume. Yeah, I wouldn't have to do it like mid <laughs> in the middle of my discussions of a thing if we have it at <laughs> yeah. the end. Uh, I guess I could go ahead and do mine. Okay. Game Study Study Buddies is a podcast where they read academic book about game studies, which sounds like it might be kind of boring, but that includes things like. Gaming sexism, which they just did. It's very good. This is like a, this is like a, it's the podcast network called Range Touch. They do a lot of really interesting stuff. Um, this one is like, what if we took academic studies and made them accessible to people that are mostly about video games, but also have ranged into other stuff. Um, it's very good. If you listen to that, you'll notice a lot of the um, things I say <laughs> that feel like salesmanship comes from them. I'm just I'm just gripping it from them, <laughs> basically word for word. I'm sure it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's really good. You should give it a listen because if you want to try something new, um, it's a really good way of trying something new. Nice. Okay, I'm going to recommend a game. I recently played a game called Which Spring R, which I guess is a series of games that used to be mobile and this is the first kind of full-blown dedicated game that's on steam and it's really freaking cute uh it's about this young witch she lives in a forest that you know it's apparent that it's kind of a different dimension from the human world and she kind of raised herself and she named herself pie berry because she loves pies and strawberries and she just kind of eventually leaves that little space she grew up knowing and there's like a grand adventure and friends and growth and it's really really freaking cute and i love it let me double check that name. Um, <laughs> just, recommend something yeah. with the wrong name. We can maybe yeah, which, link to which, stuff in which the spring are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. That sounds fun. It's really good. I highly, highly recommend it. It just came out, I think, in September of 2023. It's just very endearing. And if you like shoujo, you would definitely... Or if you just like kind of cutesy... It almost has similar vibes to... Was it At- Atelier series? It's like an alchemy. Oh, this is cute. I'm looking at it. Yeah, isn't There's it? There's a mech. Hold on. Is there a mech? It's like a golem thing. Am I seeing thing. this right? <laughs> it's got huge shoulder cannons. It's, yeah, I just, I love it so much. It was just like a delightful game. I only, it took me about 25 hours to complete and I didn't do everything. I might be checking this out later. Like if you could hug a game, I just want to hug that game. Just a cozy, but combat, potion crafting, character There's a mech growth. and she fights a dragon. Yeah, fantastical elements. Um, but yeah, that's my recommendation. I will link these in the episode description. And um, thanks for listening to our second episode of Shoujo. Oh, we never came up with an outro. <laughs> Do we need an official one? I mean, I think we should have a sign off. Things slowly. We could just say like a little funny thing. Such as? Imagine if esports were good. What, uh, outro specific to each episode? <laughs> yeah, just, just say a phrase thought. out of nowhere. Word for thought.
Let's see. If only the world didn't suck. Imagine how great <laughs> things would be. You know, we're really not going to be the upper uh, shoujo podcast. Hey, we're bringing you something different. Yeah, being sad. <laughs> <laughs> being pe- we're bringing pessimism to the shoujo space. For too long, these people have been happy. And we're like, really? About this? Come on. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Bringing the negativity. Bringing the tired energy to shoujo. Join us next time where we see Misaki and Hikaru and their next angelic layer fight or whatever. I'm not going to reveal what the next episode's about because you got to stay tuned to Shoujo to learn. Episode five and six next time. Yep. On Shoujo. Don't miss out. Oh, our sign off should be like, we should come up with our own fake thing to throw our doll in. Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah. Our entry phrase. What, do we have like a collective doll or we each have our own doll we're throwing in? I think the doll should be called Shoujo. Here we go. Here's mine. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Scorch the skies, Shoujo. Rain down misery upon them. <laughs> How's that? That's that's great. I was, mine was probably going to be, yeah, very like self-doubting. Like, here's hoping we can win, Shoujo. <laughs> go. I would say that. And then the doll would be like the tiniest, like pinkest, like least threatening looking yeah, thing Yeah, it would just like have bad posture and <laughs> look at the ground. It just and just has <laughs> It's just a person who pulls an all-nighter is, like, hunched over a cup of coffee. Yes. Okay. Till next week. Uh, hopefully the world gets a little better. You can't. That's our new sign-off. If you say till next week, you're saying the sign-off. Okay. I can edit this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> till next week, we'll edit this out. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone.